Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference is coming to Dallas, Texas, February 16, 17, and 18 in 2018. If you know of a better way to get the latest insider knowledge about crypto, to hear directly from the top minds in this field, to interact personally with 800 fellow crypto lovers, hodlers, investors, miners, traders, developers, and founders, then I'd like to hear about it. If you don't, then you don't want to miss out. Register today for the Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference. Go to BitcoinSuperConference.com and register today as a super early bird to get the lowest rates on tickets and hotel rooms. That's BitcoinSuperConference.com. Welcome to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used or just around the corner from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Future Tech Podcast. I'm here today with Jason Brown with Komodo, the blockchain ecosystem secured by the Bitcoin hash rate. How are you doing, Jason? I'm doing fine. Thank you. Excellent. Tell us about Komodo and what it's doing for the space. Uh, Komodo is bringing forward uh, a lot of uh, innovation to the blockchain uh, sector overall. Uh, currently, we are at the forefront of uh, uh, atomic swap uh, technological development, uh, and we have completed over 50,000 atomic swaps between many different blockchains. Um, we are also about to release a uh, functional atomic swap exchange with the Ethereum platform as well uh, that we have dubbed Atomic. Excellent. For those that are getting into cryptocurrency, can you tell us more about what atomic swaps mean for the the current state and what we might see for them in the future? Well, atomic swaps are a uh, you know exchange of coins between two different blockchains, and uh, this technology solves a lot of the problems that uh, that we as cryptocurrency users uh, come across in the space. Um, we've all heard about the exchange hacks where people have lost millions of dollars. Uh, we, we have heard about um, scams where people um, have put their money into proxy tokens and when they go to withdraw out, it, you know, they don't have the real asset backing. Um, uh, atomic swaps prevent this from, from happening. When you make a trade, there is no third party middleman. Um, it is directly between you and another peer. Um, and the important thing about atomic swaps is either the trade completes or it doesn't. Uh, this is secured by uh, smart contracts, and um, it is an essential part of the, the trading transaction. You don't want your funds stuck in a, a state where you can't retrieve them or, or that the other party can retrieve them if the trade uh, goes through. So um, using smart contract technology, we assure that the people uh, that are doing atomic swaps uh, will either uh, get the funds that they agreed or they will have their funds returned back to them. What's a use case for that right now, our most recent use case that you can tell us about? Well, uh, our most recent uh, use case would be uh, uh, the Barterdex Decentralized Exchange, uh, which is a peer-to-peer uh, -peer, uh, decentralized exchange. Um, it's different than the other decentralized exchanges that are available now, which use proxy tokens. Um, it's fully atomic swap based. And uh, what makes this uh, very special is that no part of the system is actually 
controlled centrally, uh, not the order matching like in the, the case with blockchain-based uh, atomic swap exchange or the uh, holding of coins, which in, in the case of uh, escrow-based uh, decentralized exchanges like uh, BISC. Okay. And how do you how would uh, you see a user completing one of these atomic swaps? Like, uh, just give us an idea of a transaction that may happen. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, well, the atomic swap exchange, uh, you know, exchange probably isn't the, the best word to describe it. It is more like an auction house. Um, unlike okay. normal exchanges where you can place your entire balance and then trade from that, that uh, huge chunk of balance, uh, the atomic swap exchange is based off of UTXOs, uh, unspent transaction outputs. Um, and basically, our, there is a a market-making uh, bot that is part of the client that matches your UTXOs with UTXOs broadcasted by our decentralized order book, which is comprised of every client that is participating in the barter decks network at that time. Okay. What's the uh, expansion rate that you kind of foresee for 2018 with um, atomic swaps and uh, barter decks? Well, I, I see in uh, 2018 that the technology will uh, be first uh, released uh, to the public. Currently, the uh, atomic swap exchange, it's still a little bit uh, uh, difficult for uh, average users to use, but I, I foresee within the next uh, around uh, between six and 12 months that we will have a fully uh, easy to use uh, version that anybody even with very minimal uh, crypto experience can participate in atomic swaps. Uh, Currently, right now, we have had several hundred testers um, use use our software product, and it and we are constantly making improvements. So, uh, the, at the rate things are going, it seems that it will be ready for full release within this year. This year, okay. Um, tell me what's unique about the Komodo platform in blockchain. Well, uh, what's unique about the Komodo platform is that in its uh, way it, that it uh, tackles the scalability issue. Um, a lot of blockchains have uh, issues with how are they going to scale? What happens when the blockchain gets too big? Uh, what happens when BlockFest uh, gets too full that the transaction throughput slows down? Um, Komodo's uh, method of dealing with the scalability issues is to load balance them across multiple blockchains. Uh, unlike platforms like Ethereum, where when, when someone creates a uh, token contract, um, all of that um, functionality is directly tied to the Ethereum blockchain, which ends up slowing it down, as we've seen with the recent uh, CryptoKitties uh, debacle, where the entire yes. network grinding to a standstill over a stupid cat game. <laughs> um, <laughs> yep. So it, our approach is that it, when someone wants to build an independent project, we literally give them their own blockchain. Um, so that way, they have full autonomy over their development. They aren't affected if uh, Komodo developers want to go one way and they want to go another, or if they don't want to uh, adopt uh, technological solutions we put out. They have a full uh, choice to do so or, or not, which you don't find on other platforms. Um, other platforms, you, you, they have a very tight coupling with a parent chain. Ours is a very loose coupling. Okay, so they, they start with the an independent blockchain, and then it's tied into your ecosystem. Is that correct? Correct. Yes. It uh, gets tied in uh, to our ecosystem through uh, a couple different mechanisms. Uh, delayed proof of work, which allows um, a third-party blockchain to notarize data to the Komodo blockchain. 
And then from the, the Komodo blockchain has its own notaries, which notarize data to the Bitcoin blockchain. And due to the, the nature of how hash functions work, that if you change even one bit of data that was notarized on the third-party asset chain, it would change the entire hash that would be found on the Bitcoin blockchain. So you know if somebody was um, you know, uh, putting forward fake uh, uh, blockchain information, like uh, claiming that uh, their download was you know, the, you know, the true history of a certain coin when it wasn't. Um, it also acts as a, a, a checkpoint um, if, in case an attack is detected that you could roll back to a certain uh, known good point. Um, and it makes it a lot easier for developers to recover from damage when attacks should happen. Um, what, what do you see as, um, as potential security risks right now? To blockchains in general or um, – sorry. I'd say with, um, probably more within the atomic swap category. Oh, I'll – Okay, so some of the security risks with atomic swaps um, is that there there is a possibility somebody backs out of a trade um, or is posting bogus orders. However, uh, we've implemented a fee mechanism that it if somebody backs out of a trade, that they not only would they lose additional funds, they have to put up uh, a fee plus twelve percent to be a, uh, a liquidity provider, um, and they, they would lose the additional 12%. So it would be economically unfeasible for them to actually attack, um, you know, by like a denial of service type attack by refusing to fill orders. Um, but thus far, uh, we haven't encountered many, uh, well, uh, you know, attacks like this because, like I said, the economic uh, infeasibility of the attacker, you, you would drive yourself broke eventually. <laughs> You know, rather quickly, actually. Agreed. So what is your expansion um, looking at? You, you said you started out with 100 um, customers so far. What do you see as the current expansion rate from your 100 customers currently into a more uh, broad market? Oh, okay. Um, well, we, we see that uh, in, in terms of, uh, you know, uh, Barter Dex is uh, very new still. So right now, it's uh, we consider this about uh, mid to late beta testing right now. Um, however, it, uh, once we start rolling out the informational campaigns and showing people how to use this, we believe it's going to catch on like wildfire. Um, there was a lot of problems with exchanges. Um, you know, uh, notoriously, exchange customer support is horrible. And uh, due to this, we see a shift in the public perception about you know wanting to control their own coins. That you know. Um, while centralized exchanges were, make things very convenient, it um, the, the lack of uh, actually holding your own money is becoming more and more of a problem, and people are looking for that solution. So uh, we expect that it it should within the you know, next year the the numbers of users uh, increase to thousands or tens of thousands. Okay, well, very good. Um, what's your outlook for beyond 2018? We've seen a lot of developments in 2017 that have just essentially exploded the cryptocurrency world. It looks like we're in for um, much more regulation or regulation systems developing this year. What do you see beyond 2018? Well, uh, beyond 2018, I see that uh, there has been a lot of talk about uh, securities tokens. Um, I believe that uh, this is the, the route that a lot of people are going. I, I understand that certain projects like uh, T-Zero made quite a bit of headway um, in this uh, front, um, but I believe it's going to grow uh, 
very greatly. Uh, do, one of the current problems in the equity crowdfunding field is that uh, when, when people are giving away their, their equity for fundraising, the, the people who have purchased the equity don't have a place to exchange it. So I, I see that uh, the blockchain technology space really working well at solving this problem. And that industry is a you know, multi-billion dollar industry. Um, and that's just one of the, the things. I, I see a lot more um, real world use cases, logistics, uh, just even general record keeping uh, for, for use uh, with blockchain. You know, with blockchain. What's exciting to you about one of those real-world cases? What's something that like, you would definitely be super fascinated with? Well, um, one of the things I'd be really fascinated with is um, with medical records. I know some projects are, are working on that, but um, currently uh, are is I'm not sure if many people know this, but a lot of our hospitals are under a lot of cyber attacks where people are trying to get people's medical records and such. And their current system doesn't allow really the privacy of data being sent from you know point A to point B. And uh, using blockchain technology, you could not only secure that data, make sure it's not tampered with, but you could do it, send it in a, a private manner using a technology like ZK Snarks. Okay, fascinating. Any final thoughts you have before we wrap today? Um, well, uh, I believe that uh, you know some final thoughts is that um, I believe that. Atomic swap technology is going to come to the forefront um, in late 2018, maybe uh, early 2019. Um, it is still a very young field. Um, there are several projects working on atomic swaps. However, uh, most of them are only doing such in a lab environment at this point, uh, where they have to actually uh, do order matching uh, outside of the application, like such as through Skype or uh, other uh, methods. Um, so there's there's a lot of room for development, and I, I see that um, people should uh, really get to know this technology because it's going to change how cri cryptocurrency is used on day to day basis. I, I see once this takes hold that you know the old model of exchanging crypto coins via uh, centralized exchanges will be just be a thing of the past. Okay, and where can people find out more about you and Komodo? Uh, they can find out more about us at komodoplatform.com um, and uh, also check out our blog on Medium or any of our uh, social media sites. Uh, the team is very active and is more than willing to answer any questions anyone might have. Great. Jason, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. And thank you, everyone, for joining us for the Future Tech Podcast. We'll see you next time. The Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference is coming to Dallas, Texas, February 16, 17, and 18 in 2018. If you know of a better way to get the latest insider knowledge about crypto, to hear directly from the top minds in this field, to interact personally with 800 fellow crypto lovers, hodlers, investors, miners, traders, developers, and founders, then I'd like to hear about it. If you don't, then you don't want to miss out. Register today for the Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference. Go to BitcoinSuperConference.com and register today as a super early bird to get the lowest rates on tickets and hotel rooms. That's BitcoinSuperConference.com. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post to review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and 
more. <laughs>